All right, first things first, welcome back to the podcast. Things that go second, second. Um, I had a fucking weird experience last night, and I want to talk about it because I'm still traumatized. Um, I was at the beach at 3 a.m., as you know, most people, that's the time that most people go to the beach. Um, I was in the water, and, uh, you know, not fully, but just like, I was, I was, part of my body was submerged. And I noticed in the distance, by the way, it's a full moon, mesmerized by that. Uh, it was like yellow as well. I think it was because of the air pollution. Um, but anyways, there was also a really big fucking star that, um, oh wait, no, that turned out to be a plane. Never mind. I take that back. But it was, it was just staying in the sky for a long fucking time. And it was, it was really bright. And then I was like, oh, is that a planet? Or is that a meteor that's on fire coming right towards us? Uh, but no, it turned out to be a plane. Anyways, that's not the story. That's not the crazy part. Um, I look out into the water and I noticed that there's a small boat. Like, it's actually really close to where I'm at. I've got videos and pictures, too. It's really, it's, it's small, and it looks like there's two people on it. But you, I can't quite make it out because it's so foggy. It looks like there's two people on it, but they're really small people. And it's a really small boat. And there's no one else around. There's no one. There's, I look on the beach, there's zero people. I look on the street, there's zero people. But there's two people on a boat that just appeared, like... I want to say oh, 200 feet away from me. And like I said, it was foggy. It was hard to make them out. And in the footage, when I look back on it, they look like little creatures. They look like little creatures. And the boat is moving really fucking fast. And I hear no motor. I don't hear anything. And I don't understand. It doesn't make sense, like, physically, biomechanically, how it's moving so fast. And um, at one point, it starts taking off, like, in the other direction kind of just as I begin to notice it. And then it stops and then chills out for a little while. And then it comes towards me as I start, you know, getting a little bit curious and walking towards it in the water. And um, as it's coming towards me, I have a decision to make, you know. Do I be curious and be a hero, an adventurer like Christopher Columbus, except not as much homicide, um, and go and like see what the what is what's going on, right? Do I see like are they people? Are they human traffickers? Are they are they like little demon spirits on a contraption coming to take my soul? Um, by the way, I think that's what they actually were. Like no joke, joking aside, like they this was some supernatural shit. But anyways, then it starts fucking speeding right towards me, like like so fast, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm not going towards it, so I start sprinting away. And as I'm sprinting away, and uh, keep in mind, everything's super foggy. So I'm sprinting away, and maybe it gets to a point where they can't see me because I'm in the fog, and they maybe think I've left, and they stop, and then they turn around, they chill out for a bit, and then they go straight into the ocean. Not towards the coast, not around the coast, but straight into the ocean. And the weirdest thing is, there's a little light now. A little light appeared on the boat. And I was thinking, oh, if they're human beings, it's probably a foam. It's a foam flashlight. But then it got a little bit bigger. The light kind of turned into two lights. And then it was like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, honestly, I don't even, I don't even really know what I saw. And I really wish I knew what I saw because I'll always be curious from now on into what the fuck was in that little boat. And what were those little creatures? Could it just been people? having a 3 a.m. adventure in the middle of the ocean on a really foggy day where there were the waves were actually like, they, they weren't big, but they were definitely waves. Um, and it's not something that you could easily like, let's say it's a canoe, right? Like let's say it's a canoe and you're like 
rowing, it's not something that any normal human being could move that fast in, especially in those waves. And I didn't hear a motor, I didn't hear an engine, and the speeds it was going at were non-comprehensible, and it was also really small. So, with that being said, that's how I spent my night last night. And um, as to what I was doing at 3 a.m. on the beach, no need to worry about it, but I will highly recommend to anyone, if it's safe for you to go to the beach, if you live by a beach at, uh, at nighttime past midnight, unbelievable. Like just going there and uh, meditating or just putting your feet in the water and looking at the moon and just sort of feeling connected to the earth. There's something so powerful about that. Probably a lot of it has to do like with the physical, you know, re reduction of inflammation in your body, but there's something else. So intimately powerful like you feel it's intimate the right word and that's a great word great choice because there is something so intimate about the moon and the water and the relationship that they have and then you as a human being made up mostly of water being in that environment experiencing that relationship was that like a little bit sexual i don't know um but yeah a great experience um and I, I, yeah, that's, so that's the story from last night. Anyways, um, welcome back to the podcast. I already said that in the beginning, but welcome back. I missed a week or two or something like that. Um, I've been struggling a lot, to be honest with you. I, I, sometimes I find when I move to a new country and I'm alone, it's very difficult every single day to get myself up and to stay motivated and to stay on track. And especially in days where like my schedule kind of falls off and something doesn't go as expected and I wake up without the same amount of energy, I have to remind myself of my values and my goals and the discipline that um, keeps me in check rather than how I feel. That's why I always say your discipline and your goals are greater than your feelings because at the end of the day, that's what's kept me going and being consistent all these years, doing what I'm doing, playing football, creating content, working, uh, like having side hustles on, on the, well, they're side hustles because they're on the side, but having those going as well. And um, yeah, that's, it's, it's the discipline, right? It's like one step forward every single day, no matter how you feel. Um, and I realized it's okay to kind of fall into these like temptations. It's okay because every time you do, when you get back on the path, you get a little bit stronger, you know? And I made a video about this on my Instagram as well. If you're not following me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram at Diego TGL. That's a Diego TGL, quick plug. Um, but yeah, I put a lot of effort into those videos. So, and I appreciate when you guys give me good feedback. Um, and I, and I, you know, I try to share my experiences, obviously here on the podcast, we're a little bit more intimate, but yeah, so it's, it's difficult is what I'm trying to say. It's difficult staying motivated every single day. And you see all this content online about staying motivated and like hustling and all that shit, but it's okay. I just want to remind you it's okay to fall off as long as you get back on. And it only matters if you truly do care about, you know, achieving a level of success, whether that be materialistically or, um, spiritually, it doesn't matter or, or all of the above, Right. If you want to feel a certain type of way, be a certain type of human being, achieve a level of success, you have to stick to your discipline. You have to stick to your habits and, and, and your routines in order to achieve the goals that you have set out for yourself. You know, if you're a slave, essentially, to your emotions and your mind, then those goals are just going to fluctuate. You know, you're, one day you're going to be motivated, one day you're not, and then, you know, you, you're never actually going to achieve the things you set out to achieve. And this is one thing that I hear from a lot of people who are very successful, and it's a common theme. And um, I just want to reiterate that because I want you to embark on this journey with me. You know, like we're in this together. We ascend as one. Um, and, and I just really, in, I, I personally enjoy sharing my experiences, good or bad. And, you know, there's, I don't believe this such thing as good or bad, to be honest with you. But um, in this case, this was not in alignment with my goals, my values. And this is my process, my thought process around dealing with a situation like that. And again, this morning it was difficult. Like I woke up because I was 
out late, um, and I woke up later, and uh, I didn't have the energy, and I didn't feel motivated, blah, 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 and I kind of gave in to my temptations again, and I was on my phone, going from app to app with no real intention, and scrolling for just no reason at all, and kind of feeling myself fall down this spiral, and starting to get a little bit, uh, like, depressed, right? You start to feel depressed because you know, deep down inside, that you're capable of so much more. And yet you're spending your time, the only resource that you cannot get back in this life, doing something that is so trivial, such as scrolling on social media or being on your phone. And I've been there so many times and I know exactly how that feels. But like I said, the key is how do you recover? It doesn't matter. I don't care how many hours, how many days, how many weeks you've spent doing nothing essentially with your life in contrast to what you could have been doing, right? There's no better time to switch it up than today, right? There's no better time than to switch it up than today. And I think this is such, if not the most important message ever, because the spiral that you can fall down when you aren't reminded of this, when you are reminded that every single day is a new day for you to start over, is the dangerous place to be. You know, like, I feel for people that are so far gone because I don't even, I, sometimes when I slip up very minorly, I have a hard time getting back on track. So imagine your whole life or the majority of your life, you've let these habits slip away. You know, your physique isn't where you want it to be. You aren't mobile. You maybe your mental health is extremely fragile and you, you have poor tendencies and isolation and all this sort of stuff, right? Your eating habits are bad and that's accumulating on top of your mental health habits and your phone habits and maybe the content that you consume is not helping you either. Maybe you're even watching motivational content and it's making you feel even worse about yourself, you know? And that's a very, very dangerous place to be. And, um, and this is why I say, like, we, this is the beautiful thing about social media too is we can create communities. We can create, um, you know, people with the same, the same goals and same passions and purpose and similar purpose, right? And collectively strive to ascend as one, as you know, rise together because this world is not set up for you to succeed. At the end of the day, that's just the truth of it. You know, there's so many, so many examples of constant distraction, so many examples of things that are not in your best interest in mind, body, and soul, you know, to thrive as a human being. I mean, you go to the United States and you take a look at the people around you. You don't even need studies to tell you that every, like that people are seriously fucked. People are seriously struggling. And there's something greater at play. And I feel like the whole system has to change somehow, some way. Um, and I think it just begins with the individual, you know, rather than thinking like, oh, I can't change the system myself. That's a very defeatist and pessimistic mentality to have. Instead, think I can change myself. And by changing myself, I'll change the people around me. And that ripple effect is so much greater than my human brain can even comprehend. You know, and I feel like that is such a beautiful and powerful thing to internalize and to act out in your day-to-day -day life because it gives a sort of motivation outside of the self too, right? By helping yourself, by staying on track, by staying disciplined, by staying motivated, by executing on your goals, by sticking to your habits and the promises that you have made to yourself, you're not only helping yourself, but you're helping the people around you. And by doing that, you're creating a better community and creating a better environment. And uh, honestly, like that ripple effect will change someone else and they'll, they'll start doing it for their community and until you, you know, you change the world. And, Again, this is where social media is a beautiful thing. I don't think social media is bad at all. I think that it's our minds that can take something that is a tool and turn it into something negative, right? Like even a gun, for example. A gun is a great example of a tool that has been villainized because of 
the way that humans have used it. And ultimately, everything is subject to this. So I can see why you might be thinking this is kind of a dumb argument to make. But it's very similar to social media in the sense that a gun kills people. And I'm sure social media has killed people. But how do you use a gun? What values do you have? What ground rules and and habits do you have around the usage of that tool? You need to set that up for yourself going into the usage of this tool, right? You need to be smart about how you live your life, how you operate on a day-to-day -day basis. You need to have these values and stick to them, right? Because if you don't stick to them, then you're open to manipulation, you know? If you're around people that don't have values that are kind of engaging in things that you know you shouldn't be engaging in, you're going to be, you know, subconsciously swayed to those habits and to that way of life, whether you initially started off like that or not. And this is, you know, sort of segues into why it's so important to be around people that share similar values and have similar goals and ambitions in life, because those are the only people that can kind of relate to this semi-extreme mentality that you have to have around self-improvement. And I get a lot of comments and uh, response around the fact that self-improvement can be dangerous in itself, you know, and I, I can see that perspective too. But my counter to that would be, would it not be better to be extreme about improving yourself, especially in a world that is so extreme about keeping you average, than it is to sort of be, you know, have, have leeway when it comes to the things that you allow and the things that you don't? Like for me, I'm very strict with the people that I spend my time with. And I need to keep learning that. I need to keep evolving that 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 strictness it's not that i'm denying myself of enjoyment or fun it's that i'm so devote devoted to the things that i want out of life that i don't even find enjoyment hanging around people that don't provide me with that sense of excitement or or or, or feeling of inspiration when i'm around them you know and it's not that i demand that out of them that they're giving me something it's just that by being around them and they are who they are that it sort of inspires and reignites that spark within me. You want to find those people. And I totally as well understand how difficult it can be to find those people. You know, just when I say just, you know, have a network of people that you can be around that inspire you. It's, if you don't have that, it's very difficult. And it seems like a very daunting task. But when I reflect back on my life, I can realize that, um, you know, I didn't intentionally find these people. I just stuck to what I knew I wanted in life and stuck to my values and my goals. And those people just sort of, became attracted to me. It's almost like in life when you are so focused on something, the people that are equally focused on similar things become attracted to each other simply maybe by law of attraction. Maybe there is a fundamental law to the universe called law of attraction that actually works and it is actually significant and you should actually pay attention to. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. But I really do believe in that. And not only do I believe in it without any reason to, but I believe in it because I've actually had real life examples as to, you know, the manifestation of the law of attraction. And that's why, again, I say it's so important to be extreme about the things that you believe in and the things, but extreme, not to the point of having a closed mind. That's where it becomes dangerous because I can have all these belief system and systems and rigorous um, outlooks on, on life. But if I'm closed off to any other ideas or any other concepts, then that's where I stop growing and stop learning and stop evolving. Because in order to get to those original extremities, I had to have had an open mind to begin with. But as soon as I find my comfort zone, I can't let myself 
close off to anything else that contradicts my worldview. And um, this is something that obviously takes a lot of practice because it's easy and it's very um, nice to belong to a group of people, to belong to a set of rules and values and to stick to that, right? And to stay as a tribe, it's tribal mentality, right? We're, we're very prone to falling into that trap subconsciously as human beings. But I think it's important to be very self-aware in every aspect of your life, recognizing these little biases and traps that you know we easily fall into. Um, Maybe even there's something I've said today that uh, has, is an example of that that I'm not even aware of, but I need someone externally to you know, objectively tell me like, oh, this is actually something that you don't need to be so sure about, or maybe take into consideration this perspective, like et cetera, et cetera. You know? But with all that being said, I want to give a quick update here in Portugal because I think last time I mentioned I was making a lot of good connections uh, with different clubs here and, and agents and understanding the, that world of football, and that's the area that I'm delving into next. And the goal is obviously to help each and every one of you. And I also just want to say that my next project is I'm bringing a player over to Portugal to participate in a tournament. He's a young player from Vancouver. And uh, I've been helping him one-on-one -on -one mentally in, the, in terms of like, you know, how to approach, um, you know, every single day when it comes to your outlook on uh, training, on uh, football, on your expectations of your goals, as well as the pressure, the self-imposed pressure that can come with over, like, un, like knowing that you have a big goal coming up in the sense that he's coming to Portugal to participate in a tournament with a team that he, ha he hasn't met any of the players before and um, he's sort of being put into this environment to perform and there's pressure as well because if he does really well he can get picked up by the club and play here next season or there's a lot of people I know that are watching the tournament that if he does play really well since he's still very young he can get signed by their agency or picked up by them and they can personally put him in a club. And you know what, in the very near future, I wanna be able to do this for each and every one of you as well. If you have a good highlight video, good game footage, and you have ambition, you're a good player, um, you know, there's gonna come a point where you're gonna be able to send that to me, and I'm gonna be able to help you find a club and put you um, in, a, in a place to, 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 you know, to be seen. And to, if you're really good enough, then you'll be picked up, you know? And these are the opportunities that I wish I could have had when I was a little bit younger, obviously it's gonna be an investment. If you're coming out here without an invitation from a club, you're gonna to have to pay for your own housing, your own food, and sometimes there's even a, a fee for, for the trial. But at the end of the day, if you're good enough and they like you, they'll pick you up. And if you do wanna play in Portugal or other places in Europe in the lower divisions, fourth or third division, then um, you know these are these are again things that I'm I'm giving you some behind the scenes. Like I haven't really told anyone this, I'm not don't know if I'm necessarily supposed to, but these are things that I'm working and what that comes down to is establishing relationships with directors of clubs, telling them my project, telling them my plan, um, working on starting on my own agency or working for another agency, getting my license as an agent. And in doing so, it's great because I still want to play football. You know, obviously I'm getting a little bit older now and I've already played professionally in Dubai last year. So I've had a taste of what that's like and I do want to continue to pursue that. But at the same time, I need to branch out and begin expanding into different parts of life. And this is where I think, you know, as footballers, it's, you know, I hope to be an inspiration for this too, but also work on your side hustles. Also have other aspects of life outside of football or related to football and different aspects of the industry that you can start to delve into and begin uh, preparing essentially for the future. You know, that's I started social media for this as well. Like, it's a great way to showcase myself, to have an image, to have brand, to have leverage, you know, when you are negotiating with these people at these 
clubs or if you're negotiating with agents or if you're negotiating with companies, like it's, you need to have something that you can bring to the table as well. Relationships are always symbiotic. You know, there's no, especially business relationships. You're never going to have a relationship where someone is just giving to you and you're not providing for them. There's no incentive, right? So you need to have something that you can give to them. And if you don't have anything like in terms of money or anything like that, then building up your image, building up your influence or building up some sort of skill set that is valuable in whatever industry you're in is really important because this is something that again you can use for leverage and not just having any sort of skill set but being really fucking good at that skill set is also really important and I think that why not do something to the best of your abilities you know I also don't understand this mindset of complacency right or average or mediocrity right like if you're gonna be let's say a carpenter why not strive to be the best fucking carpenter in your area or that there is, period. Like, we have access to the internet. You have access to all the best carpenters in the world. You can see all their, like, what they do, their techniques. You can learn from the best. You can apprentice online just simply by watching people's YouTube videos and tutorials and all that shit. And then you can go in your local area and find the best carpenter and literally apprentice for him, um, work for him for free, learn from the best, absorb as much information as possible, and strive to be better than everyone else. I think that's a healthy thing. I think competition is really good. And in a way, when you see now like young kids being brought up and everyone's being given a trophy just to make everyone feel better, I think it sets people up for you know a bit of a dangerous mentality. As, as, you know, as you get older, you start to think you're deserving of things even when you haven't put in the work. And this is, again going to lead to situations like complacency because you know subconsciously you it's been instilled and driven into you that you don't actually need to work as hard you don't actually need to win you don't actually need to um be good at what you're doing in order to get the same as other people and you know i i sort of fear what a society would look like when everything is given to people equally um it's uh it's I think, I think there's something innate about human beings that enjoys competition. And um, I tend to recognize that more in, in men than I do women. But again, I don't, and I'm speaking as a man, but I feel like competition is a, a core part of what it feels like it should be to be a human being, you know? And it's not, it doesn't have to be negative. You know, competition doesn't have to be associated with negative. Obviously, there's a lot of pressures that people put on kids to compete and to be excellent. So I totally understand that aspect and I think that comes down to poor parenting and you know maybe those people had fucked up childhoods too and then are taking it on their kids and that's where maybe the pendulum swing has gone from one extreme to another because now you're giving everyone medals and so to so as to reduce the pressure put on kids by their parents etc etc I, I understand that perspective too but again being competitive and striving to be the best I think isn't something that you should be ashamed of and don't let people guilt you for it and because uh, one thing I have noticed is that people that have kind of chosen a life of whatever is laid out for them and you know just school university get nine to five job have a family blah, blah blah nothing wrong with that by the way i think that's a beautiful thing if you're doing it with intention and that's truly what you want but there's a lot of people that are taking that life because they don't have the discipline or strength within to do something that's outside of the box that maybe they feel more creatively creatively inclined to do but just don't have the courage to step out of the norm and, and pursue you know, those are the type of people that will try and bring other people down, especially in the circle that are trying to do exactly that. That's why I say it's like really crabs in a bucket. You know, as soon as one crab starts to climb out of the bucket, the others pull them down because people would much rather see other people be the same as them and be as average as them than see them succeed. Again, knowing full circle, knowing that they're capable of so much more. Right. So 
I know this is again why I've always say like it's so important to spend time around people that have ambition that have you know goals outside of the norm because they can relate to that and they will never put you down. Someone who's winning, someone who's who wants to win will never it'll never even cross their mind to say something negative about someone else who's trying their best at something. You know, like for me, it's never crossed my mind to leave a negative comment on someone's Instagram because I didn't like it. If I didn't like an Instagram video or a TikTok, I'll fucking keep scrolling, right? I don't have the mental capacity or the, the, the drive to want to bring others down, but that's because I have other things in my life that I'm working towards. And I understand, you know, so, oh, he's hustling. Even if he's not very good, like he's not good yet, keep going because you know, everyone starts somewhere and he's showing the progress and he's showing his process and it takes courage and, uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing as well. Starting off, it takes, it takes a lot of courage and self-belief, you know, but a lot of people aren't capable of that. And yeah, I mean, how many rounds was that today? Like three or four? We started off with a crazy story and then we kind of divulged into, um, I don't even know what that was. Was that even motivation? I hope that was motivational. I, I feel motivated. Now I want to go and crush. I'm going to go edit the fuck out of this podcast and whole bunch of YouTube videos and uh, all the other shit that I need to get done. I last the other night when I was before I was going to bed, I was uh, I took my journal and I was just writing because I felt so overwhelmed. And I just wrote a run on sentence of all the things I was trying to do. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. I'm also trying to do this while I'm trying to do this. And I'm trying to do this while I'm trying to do this, blah, 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 blah. And this fucking took up an entire page. That's so much. That's how many different things I'm trying to do. And it felt so freeing writing them down because they were just up in my mind the entire time. And there were things I was trying to do and maybe didn't feel 100% confident about doing that I didn't even realize were taking a toll on my mental health, you know? There were things that I was trying to do that, you know, I also didn't even know I was trying to do. Like, you know, trying to instill better habits, trying to, um, uh, I can't even think of anything right now, but uh, I could probably go find it. Should I go find it? Nah, because I don't actually want to read it off. It's personal. But definitely recommend, uh, you know, having a journal by your bedside and, just writing out your thoughts. You don't have to journal the day. You don't have to be like, dear diary, today I did this, 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 and this. Like, that's cool too, but personally, I find it so much better when you just fucking write. Like, this podcast serves as a sort of journal. Like, this is what my journals look like. And I just basically write whatever the fuck's on my mind until my, my hand gets tired. And then afterwards, I feel so free. Because a lot of the times, I can't go to sleep. Like, I have a hard time going to sleep in general. I always have, just because I'm always thinking and I'm always planning. And at nighttime, I get really motivated to do shit. And, uh, Writing everything out has really saved me and it, it allows me to empty my mind so I don't have to think about things. And then, you know, when I'm meditating too, I got all those bombarding thoughts. If I write shit out before, when I go into meditation, um, it, it really just allows me to fully experience the meditation. And uh, obviously there's still going to be those thoughts, but it's not going to be as extreme as before. And they're much easier to ignore, you know. Meditation is not about... Uh, clearing your mind of thoughts, forcibly clearing your mind of thoughts, but rather letting the thoughts be, be experienced and then continue on, you know, like uh, live life as a meditation. I always say that live life as a meditation. That means that just as you would, you know, dismiss and um, observe the thoughts that you experience while meditating, you, you know, experience and accept and move on the obstacles that you experience in this life. You know, something bad happens, it happens. You just experience it and you choose not to react negatively to it. You choose not to react really at all. That's how you maintain your power. When something demands your attention and your reaction, you hold on to it. That's how you maintain your, your energetic power as a human being. Oh yeah, I just want to give a quick teaser as well. I'm working on some, some merch, some clothing 
uh, because I have a lot of things that I want to showcase on sweatshirts, on t-shirts, like quotes, sayings, and that I feel like embody the mission that we're starting here and the community that we built. Um, and I would love to see you guys represent that like in the real world. I think that would be so sick. And I want to as well. I want to, I don't want to wear other people's clothing. Like I don't want to wear brands that I don't know like what their messaging is. You know what I mean? I would so much rather wear something that I believe in and that I care about. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be coming soon. I'm working on the designs and the manufacturer and the website and all that logistics, learning all that stuff from scratch again have so many things I'm trying to do, but it's coming together. And yeah, so just expect to see that soon. Um, I'm going to try and work out a way to create a separate community off Instagram, off these social media platforms, where we can connect more directly. I'm thinking Telegram or WhatsApp, like a WhatsApp community. Um, here I'm just like pre being pretty transparent. It's like my thought process on the ideas that I have. But because I, I would also like to connect with you guys in a, in a more one-to-one um, -one aspect, you know, Instagram's great, comments are great, DMs are great, but I don't have time to go through a lot of the DMs, and I also don't want to just because it's really hit or miss, and I don't want to be exposed to, like, that many different people's energies, but if I have a select group of people that have, you know, really are dedicated to what we believe in here in terms of, like, ascending beyond, like, the, the normal, ascending beyond the normalities and the average life that has been laid out for us, and really striving for excellence in mind, body, and soul, taking into consideration all the different aspects of life. Like, if we can bring that community and connect with each other as well, maybe you'll meet someone amazing. You know, like, that would be, you know what would be amazing? I was thinking about the other day, so it's so random. If two people meet each other and fall in love through the community that I've created. Like, I feel like that's the epitome of just, like, a beautiful thing that could happen. You know, I, I really, I would love to see that happen. And, um, yeah, anyways... Long story short, merch coming out, um, private community coming out. We had the Discord before, but Discord is a little bit too clunky, I feel like, to use, and a lot of people don't know how to use it or use it at all. And WhatsApp everyone uses, and it'd just be a great way for people to check in with each other, share different parts of their life, and just to stay in touch, you know, and potentially meet up in person as well, because that is the goal of this, is not to just stay online, but also to meet up and... Um, have like real experiences as real human beings, not just online, you know? So anyways, ah, that, was a, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, tuning in as always and every single week. This one's obviously a day late, but Mondays. Um, uh, yeah, Monday, Mondays, Monday nights, whatever time zone I happen to be in, I'll drop an episode Monday night. And there, unless we have a guest on, they're usually going to be similar to this, you know, just giving some updates in the real life and talking about what I have planned and also different stories or experiences I had and different reflections and lessons I've learned. So yeah, I appreciate you tuning into the Pursuits of Ascension podcast. My name is Diego. I've been your host and I'll see you in the next one.